Uh, before we get to anything else, though, we do want to catch up with what is going on down the street at the courthouse. Um, the Bosma jury continues to deliberate, and uh, however, they have cut it off early this evening. I think they're having a uh, an early dinner, and that means that Alex Pearson, uh, who has lived pretty much at the courtroom now for the last uh, five months, gets to join us from... Wh- where do you get to be tonight, Alex? Not at the courtroom, I hope. Oh, my gosh. Do you know where I am? I am stuck in traffic, <laughs> racing home on the 401 because I have mother's guilt. I, I miss my little guy. I haven't seen him in a few nights, and he's been asking for me. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to surprise him by racing home, and I hit a wall of traffic. So I'm stuck in traffic just trying to get home. Traffic has been just nasty today. It's been traffic everywhere, up the link yeah. and across the 403. And anyway, well, hopefully it clears for you. Yeah, hey, do I get to guess, is it a Labradoodle? Uh, we'll put you down for a Labradoodle. Alex gets a choice as a Labradoodle. Okay, well, you got to find <laughs> out at about 5 to 9 what the uh, what the right answer is. It's pretty much what we do on, uh, you know, jury deliberations, play games. So this one just fits right in. Well, perfect. I'll, again, <laughs> Luke is putting you down for Labradoodle as a guess. Um, listen, there, there are, and you know this, you've been yeah. following social media. You're down at the court. You are hearing from people, I'm sure. There is seemingly on social media anyway now, there is a growing sense with the Bosma verdict or the jury of what is taking so long. No, 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 no. We are so not even close to being a long time. This is a four and a half month trial with 177 exhibits and over 100 witnesses. If this jury came back in two days, I mean, that would mean that they didn't do their job. They've got to actually go through this stuff. And there will be those that have already made up their mind, but there will be a number of them that absolutely haven't made up their mind. And there will be those who actually may have believed Mark Smith's story. They're, they're trying two people, and they have to judge them separately. So we aren't even nearly at the stage where you start to really, really panic. Um, I would say that would if we don't have a verdict by end of Sunday, you kind of start to wonder, okay, are we heading towards maybe a jury coming in and saying they're deadlocked? And even if they did come in, Scott, and said we, we are hung, the judge would say, go home, go to sleep, go for a walk, go back to work tomorrow, we're going to get through this. And, and, and if they came back a second time, you may even do it again. They, they work with the juries to try to really push them to come to a verdict, but we're not at the panic stage, not even close. Does Monday, it, Monday afternoon, we have, we have a pool started down there. Monday afternoon is my pick. Okay. Does it surprise you, though, that so many people are having this feeling that it's it's beginning to go long? Well, I think a lot of people kind of watch Law and & Order and think that these things <laughs> immediately wrapped up with it. Oh, and look, I've got to be honest, it, it, it would be lovely, and it would take me probably less than four seconds to come up with my decision, but... It's really hard to get two people to agree, let alone 12. And now you're getting 12 people to agree on two people. So they take their job very, very seriously. One of the issues on the, on the table, and something that is quite perplexing, and I think people really need to understand this, is that this judge in this trial at the outset told the jury that they could come back to first-degree murder on two grounds, planned and deliberate, or if it was through forcible confinement, and that's how Tim Bosma died. During the charge, he took forcible confinement off the table. And to suggest that it's perplexing is an understatement. I'm not sure why he did that. I don't know how that would have been taken off. And so the, the, the challenge for this jury got that much tougher. So for them to come to first-degree murder on both of these men, they have to believe that together they plan to steal, kill, incinerate. 
together, together, together every step of the way. And that's, that's very, very difficult, especially when you've got, like, got a guy like Smith, who on the stand did not budge at all from his story. So, you know, that, that's one of the challenges, not to mention the charge. So the instructions to them by this judge was so complicated, I, I think probably half of them are stuck in that decision tree somewhere, you know, using their uh, whiteout to try to go back and redo <laughs> stuff. So it's, it was so complicated that I'm sure some of them are just really struggling to understand it. Must they, uh, and I want to clear this up as well, must they return the two verdicts simultaneously? Could they walk back in and say, listen, no. we've got a decision on one, no. but we're hung on the other one, or the both of them have to be oh. together? They can come back and say, we've decided on one and we are hung on another. That, that actually just happened in the VIA uh, train. So, yeah, they can come back and say that, but what they can't do is say, we've decided on one and we're going to go back and work on the other. So here, here's one verdict and we'll, go, we'll come back. So they do have to deliver the verdicts at the same time, but they can very much come back with different results. For sure they can. And if they did come, okay, so it wouldn't necessarily, if, if you had to have a retrial because they were hung on one, you wouldn't necessarily have to retry both. You could come back with a verdict on yep. one of them. Yes, yep. and I go back to that case that just happened, and if you recall, it was two men uh, that were brought up on terrorism, terrorism charges uh, for uh, threatening to blow up a VIA train. Uh, that actually, that deliberation went 11 days, so that, that, that shows you how long a deliberation can go, and that was only a two-month trial, but it, and it was far less complicated than the trial we're dealing with, and they did. They came back with a hung jury for one, and the other guy got convicted, so for sure. It can be very complicated, but that, that, that can happen for sure. And I do anticipate, not that I agree, but I do anticipate they will come back with different verdicts for both of these. I hope I'm wrong, but I do anticipate that. You, uh, are you a tea leaf reader? I mean, are you someone who looks at all this and starts to try and uh, read little tiny hints and tiny cues and things like that? Well, look, I'm someone who covered the trial top to bottom, and, and th- those of us who were in the room have dissected this and looked at it, and, and the gal that sits beside me in court's writing a book on it. She, she knows the case better than anybody on the planet. So we pick each other's brains, and we dissect it, and we compare notes, and uh, so we've studied it pretty carefully. Um, but then, you know, you get a jury question like we did the other night, um, where they're asking about specific information about a pact that Andrew Bachelski and... Uh, 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 Matt Hagerman made uh, when they got the item, that thing, and the drugs, uh, and were supposed to get them to Smith. You know, that was two hours of testimony they asked to hear back. So, you know, it leads me to think, just through knowing the case, that they're obviously focusing on Mark Smith's role and was he instrumental in, in planning the cover up of the case and getting that murder weapon uh, and hiding it, or is it like the switch team said that they were, uh, Mr. Millard was planting it on him because he was going to frame him. So th- I think that's where they're at. But it doesn't lead me to know where they are in their deliberations. It was, I think, uh, an interesting question, though, that they wanted to see that uh, evidence. And that's what I was saying. Like, when you get these kind of questions, do you yeah. sit there and then make it like a jigsaw puzzle and say, okay, why are they asking that one? And then the next night when they come up with the other, okay, how does that fit with where they're going? Is, I mean, has a lot of that been going on down in the waiting oh, yeah. room? Yeah, for sure. And most of us knew that obviously it was a focus was on Smitch, and uh, they're obviously working on trying to figure out his role. Um, so, you know, they're taking the job quite seriously, but it doesn't mean necessarily that they've made a decision on Della Millard. They may be just picking off pieces of information as they go for both uh, at the same time. Certainly the question that was asked on the first night after a couple of hours about Tim Bosma getting gas was troubling because he never went to get gas, and that evidence wasn't 
you know, ever put into place. So I think it left a lot of people scratching their heads and thinking, good God, are these, are these guys trying to be Columbo and sorting this thing out on their own and coming up with their own kind of theory, which is not their job. And that's what the Crown has said. Don't try to figure this out. You're not supposed to be that far into the weeds. And if you are going that far into the weeds, you're not getting it. Well, you don't need yeah. to figure out who pulled the trigger. What you need to figure out is, did Della Malorda Mark Smith plan to steal, kill, and incinerate? And it's really as simple as that. And if they believe that, then they are guilty of first-degree murder. Yeah, and you also hope there's no uh, Henry Fonda from 12 Angry Men on the jury who, uh, you know, who decides that he's going to uh, upturn the table and, and everything has to be in question, uh, you know, with no matter what was going on. Is there any reason, Alex, to believe that the jury is aware of the huge, broad public interest in this and how their decision is going to be dissected and broken down and analyzed and everything else? Oh, yeah. They for sure know. For sure they know. Look, they've been in uh, that courtroom. That courtroom has been packed every single day. They're not oblivious to that. Uh, they know that this headline has been in the news for two and a half years. They're members of the community. They know exactly how big this trial is. They knew exactly how big a deal it was when the jury was selected, because even that got round-the-clock media attention. They're very, very aware that what they're dealing with is absolutely vital. So that adds a layer of, of complexity, because they have to return to their community. Exactly, and exactly. They, don't want to live with making a wrong decision. So that's why they're going to be very, very careful and not, you know, be kind of cavalier about the decision they make because they have to live with this. And yeah. certainly after the fact, when they do hear all sorts of things that they didn't hear, I'm sure a lot of them are going to be thinking, geez, why, why didn't we know that? <laughs> you know, why didn't we know there may have been two guns? Why didn't we know about the conversations uh, that Dylan Millard had had about a weapon. Why didn't we know about all the drug use? Why didn't we know? You know, so I think a lot of them will ask. Why didn't we know that they were up on two other, three other murder charges? You know, that kind of thing. So they'll they'll, they'll question that. Just before I let you go, uh, although it sounds like um, you're still probably not moving very fast, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> have you been across the street to the uh, to the family's uh, sort of prayer vigil? Yeah. I don't know if you call it a vigil, but a prayer, prayer table. Yeah, prayer table. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting because that is part of their church. The Bosnas, as, as most people know, are uh, strong believers and, and active members of their their uh, uh, Christian uh, you know faith. They pray uh, every day. Uh, they that is, I think, what's carried them through this is just the you know leaning on their faith. And so, if you go over to the table, and I mean, there have been hundreds of people who have stopped by and just posted a note on this board. Uh, just to let them know that hey, we're thinking of you, and um, and I, and it's very appreciated. These these people, you know, I, I mean, it helps them. It, it's exa- I'm exhausted today. We are all really exhausted. So you can only imagine how the bosses feel. Times it by you know a hundred. I think everyone was kind of relieved that we're we're off at six thirty tonight. Well, I uh, I hope that you actually get home before about oh, twelve thirty today. Um, <laughs> no, I will. But uh, Alex Pearson, uh, enjoy the uh, the brief respite with your family, and uh, back at what time does court start up again tomorrow? We will be. I'll be back in town by about eight thirty tomorrow morning. So it's uh, bright and early, and uh, it's like hurry up and wait. I'm hurrying in to wait. Perfect. Well, that's that's <laughs> what happens with these things. Yep. Alex, appreciate the time as always. My pleasure, sir. Cheers. Thanks.